This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Here to get you ready for an action-packed day of football. We will find out if my markets are worth a damn. The casual better likes the things that don't move. I'm the exact opposite. I want to bet on stuff that's nuts. Hashtag spray the board. Dialed into the latest line movements, injuries, and props. It's BetQL's You Better You Bet countdown to kickoff. Presented by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. What's up, everybody? Happy and Merry Week 10 NFL Sunday to you and yours. It is You Better Events Countdown to kick off Nick Costos, Ken Barkley. Great to be here with you on the BetQL Network, where every game's Game 7. Maybe not this uh, this Patriots-Colts game going on right now in Frankfurt. This is like I don't even I don't, this is like exhibition game one. Brutal football game going on right now in Germany. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets. We bring you the sports. We're coming to you live today from all the usual spots, the Odyssey app. The BetQL app, radio stations nationwide. We're on YouTube at youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports and on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Ken and I bringing you the wagertainment up until 1 o'clock Eastern, talking all things sports betting, Week 10, NFL Sunday. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. All right, you know how we do it. Each and every NFL Sunday morning here on You Better You Bet. We're going to bring you the line movement for every game and analyze the line movement coming up in every game on the board. We'll bring you the actives and inactives. Starting to get some of those early today. We can tell you at the start of the show that Jamar Chase is going to be active today for the Cincinnati Bengals. We don't know how much Chase is going to play in the game, how effective he's going to be. I, I feel like hashtag Toradol will give him a painkiller. Also, they're playing Thursday night against Baltimore. And, like, they would not be playing him in this game if they probably felt like he was, like, compromised health-wise. I feel like he'll probably be good to go. But Chase is going to be active in the game, and we'll see as we move forward, like, how how effective he will be in this game. But the rest of the actives and inactives coming up in about 40 minutes with the fantasy and betting impacts. We'll bring you the underdog money line parlay. We'll bring you teaser conversations. Thy Royal Prop King will stop by in about an hour with all thy Royal Props coming up for today's action. Best bets for every game on the board. And we'll also talk about this horrendous football game going on right now between the Patriots and Colts in Frankfurt, Germany. We'll bring you the second half market. Uh, the Colts leading 7-3. to three. That's just, it is it is as <laughs> dreadful as it sounds. I honestly, like, it's actually worse than that. It's actually worse than the score would indicate. Uh, we're locked and loaded here on a Week 10 NFL Sunday. Ken Barkley, how's it going? Yeah, I'd be better if there were a better game on. <laughs> I'd be really, what, what happened to Chiefs-Dolphins? Where did that go? Can that come back? Oh, they're on bye this week? That's, un, that's unfortunate. Well, what do we have instead? Oh, 
Uh, all right, great. Yeah, we'll, we can talk about the halftime market if you want or whatever. Just wanted to, as we all sometimes do on Sunday morning, say a couple things about college football and what was, you know, like another very interesting day of games yesterday, highlighted obviously by Michigan, well, obviously for me, Michigan winning and covering against Penn State. Uh, Michigan obviously stays undefeated. Harbaugh did not coach in the game. The entire team uh, showed up at the Michigan hockey game later that night, and he was with the team and, like, you know, despite everyone crying after the game, like Harbaugh's okay. He's just, he's just not going to coach against Maryland next week, probably, or whatever. Um, so they win and cover. They it was, remain to it me It was the best pretty team. great though, right? It was pretty great well, the, though, right? Like the, but like, the but like, what do you mean by great? I guess that would be my question. Funny. It was like memorable. It was yeah, funny. Right. Yeah. And like, I, and, 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 and I think, like, and I wasn't think they've that. somehow become, they've right. somehow become like baby faces. I think where they should be heels. I think that they're actually baby faces. And I think the people I are do, rooting for them. I do agree with you. I get the sense that like people actually want them to win now. Like a lot of like, people that are to the end. Right. Well, cause I think there, but I think there's that sense of like sticking it to authority, sticking it to like big companies, like all this stuff, like the, the commissioner, Oh, what, Tony Petiti? Is that the guy's name? The commissioner Tony of the Big Petiti, Ten? Yep. Yeah, so who, who everyone's now starting to kind of Italians. be like. <laughs> so everyone's starting to be like, are we sure this guy's, like, good at his job? Are we Are we sure about that? Like, doing like this we borrow Kevin Friday Warren back from the Bears for, like, a couple yeah. weeks here, like, to get the situation under control? Are, are we headed for, like, a Pac-12-like meltdown for this conference? Whatever, we'll, we'll see. And, uh, you know, there's, a, there's still a chance, like, Michigan wins next week because they beat Ohio State. They're home and favored in the game. They'll go to the Big Ten title game to play anyone and uh and they'll they'll probably win that like Petiti's gonna have to hand Harbaugh the Big Ten trophy like in that and that game and it, like is anybody not rooting for that at this point like I want to see that and mostly because I have Michigan to win the national title for an insane sum of money but like I, I want to see that so they caught like they're the best team probably we have no more evidence that they're the best team didn't throw the ball in the second half which is pretty interesting and when they did the one time they did it was a pass interference penalty so no documented like you know, complete or incomplete passes for them. Uh, they'll play Ohio State in a couple of weeks. And then I, I think even more interesting, just real quick, the Heisman Trophy field, like it 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 narrows and it narrows, obviously, as the season goes along. And last week, uh, Jaden Daniels for LSU gets hurt and the team loses to Alabama. And I think all of us kind of assume the same thing, which is, okay, like maybe there are only four players who can win the Heisman Trophy, right? Like the, the two quarterbacks in the Pac-12 for Oregon and Washington, Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr. who had three touchdowns yesterday and was like awesome against Michigan State and they won by a lot. And like maybe, maybe that's it. You know, J.J. McCarthy doesn't pass the ball yesterday. Like I think kind of, he can't win at this point. Maybe Daniels is kind of out now. They lose to Alabama and he gets hurt. That's LSU's third loss of the season. And that always kind of puts a player on a tightrope in terms of or in a gray area of whether voters will really vote for him if they have three losses. And all he does yesterday, Jane Daniels, is go out against Florida at home and have basically one of the best single game quarterback performances any player in college football has ever had. There's never been a 400 yard, 200 yard player, 400 yards passing, 200 yards rushing. I don't think that's ever happened in the history of college football. But he got really close <laughs> and he was, you know, it combined 670 yards of offense or whatever. And to the point that you're waking up this morning and all of the sort of college football reporters and media people that cover the sport, they're all literally going like, 
maybe this guy's just the best. Maybe this guy should just win because he's the best player. And maybe it doesn't matter like that they have three losses. Players have won with three losses before. Tim Tebow and Lamar Jackson both had three losses before the Heisman Trophy was handed out to them. So just like a really interesting zig and zag where you go from like the worst possible thing, hurt and you lose to Alabama, to everyone saying you're the best player. And so the Heisman market's obviously very interesting. Bo Nix, in terms of the market movement, Bo Nix is the one who benefited. He wins. They beat USC. He's the favorite at BetMGM. He's minus 150. Penix is 275. Jaden Daniels is seven to one. And Harrison's five to one. So we know it's those four, but I thought we would be down to three. And just Daniel, if Daniels does this two more times, like, you know, the rest of the season, obviously, LSU's regular season, they won't play in the SEC championship game. If, if he does that twice more, what happens? Because it's like you have these three traditional candidates and then this guy who's just doing stuff no one else is doing. It's one of the, the rare times where we're late in the season, the Heisman Trophy, it's incredibly interesting. We have no idea who's going to win week to week in the final weeks of the season. It seems very much in doubt with a lot of players with potential to win. So I, I think that's just, it's actually awesome to follow it every single week. And LSU, final two games of the regular season for them. And Ken mentioning, like, LSU won't play in the SEC title game. Like, we know it's going to be Alabama and Georgia, which is like, I I, I just, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. And a related story, sure. Bama now the third choice in the market at BetMGM to win the national championship. Uh, LSU's next two games to close the regular season yeah. against Georgia State. Uh, I don't know who Georgia State's head coach is. And against Texas A&M. And in a couple hours, like, I won't know who Texas A&M's coach is either no. because Jimbo Fisher about to like, get fired. Jimmy Oil Baron? dollars to not Something coach. like that? What, right. who, yeah. Whoever it is, like, that's got to be the best job in sports. Like, like it's it, right now it's Jimbo Fisher who's about to get paid $80 million not to work. We should all be so lucky. And then whoever the, ne the next coach is at Texas A&M, he now has the, the best job in professional sports. I mean, sure. God almighty, him and Ed Orgeron go buy an island together with all the money they're getting paid not to work. That's absolutely ridiculous. And to Ken's point, Nick's the favorite to win the Heisman. Over 400 yards passing, four touchdowns. Oregon beats Caleb Williams in USC yesterday, 36-27. to 27. Uh, we're underway in the second half in Frankfurt. Gardner Minshew just picked off by the Patriots, and New England going to have a first and 10 at about midfield. Uh, the score in this game is 7-3. If you haven't watched it, uh, you've missed nothing. Good Mac Jones basically gets sacked on every single drop back, and I'm only exaggerating by a little. He's been sacked five times in this game. Gardner Minshew has missed, and, like, I didn't bet side or total in the game, so, like, I don't care, just, like, reporting what's happened. Minshew has missed a number of easy throws down the field. The Colts really should be winning this game by multiple scores at this point. The Patriots are within striking distance, though, and, like, we'll see what happens with this game. Diana Rossini of the Athletic Ken reporting yesterday, kind of, like, contradicting the report from the Boston Globe earlier this week that Belichick could get fired if the Patriots lose this game in Germany, saying that, like, what's more likely is, like, a mutual parting of ways whatever that be. Hey, Bill, here's your Rolex. Go to Nantucket for your next walk of shame, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you in the Hall of Fame ceremony in a couple of years here, that that's more right. likely for Bill Belichick than getting obviously fired in season, which uh, always sounded always sounded insane. So uh, that's what's going on in college football. 38 degrees right now in New York City. Uh, okay, <laughs> so now with all of that said here, and we'll keep you up to speed on what's going on with the, the Patriots-Colts game. Patriots going to have the ball here trying to take the lead or cut the lead to one. Uh, time to let you know about all the line movement coming up on this Week 10 NFL Sunday. You better you bet countdown to kickoff. Nick and Ken presented by BetMGM. With this edition, our friend Kenny Henderson of It Moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. 
I think it moved. It moved. Uh, you know, it, it hits different on Week 10 NFL Sunday. Just as an aside, for people that haven't seen, like, the reported Bill Belichick walk of shame video on the ring camera, uh, it's definitely him. He's got the most recognizable set of man boobs, I think, of anyone on the planet. Definitely yeah. him. Definitely worth watching if you haven't seen it. Like, they just, like, block his face out. It's definitely him. And, God, we should all be aspiring to such things. God bless him. We'll see if the Patriots can get the win here. Ken, let's talk about the games coming up today. And let's start in the desert with a 4 o'clock uh, game in the 4 o'clock slate on the uh, afternoon here on the East Coast as Kyler Murray returns to the lineup for the first time since tearing his ACL last December for the Arizona Cardinals as they get set to host Arthur Smith. No longer mustachioed, possibly still a moron, and the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, we'll get to a bunch of other games here, but let's start with Arizona Atlanta, Ken, the return of Kyler Murray. What do we have here in the betting market? Falcons at the Cardinals. Lots of interesting games this week, obviously, with playoff implications. This the only one in which there was like a significant quarterback move or adjustment uh, that would require the market to kind of, you know, Re redetermine what the right number in the game is supposed to be. So Kyler playing, obviously, for people who missed Arizona's game last week, uh, it was easy to miss. They played at Cleveland. Clayton Toon started the game. Uh, they got completely wiped off the face of the earth, and then Clayton Toon's not starting this week. Kyler Murray's starting. So, okay, uh, Arizona, like a, an interesting team coming into this game. How much better will they be with Kyler starting at quarterback? And then, as Nick alluded to, Arthur Smith no longer, uh, no longer with the mustache for Atlanta. Feels like the public sentiment against the Falcons and Arthur Smith definitely turned the last couple of weeks and especially this week a lot of reporters like how he treats the media how he uses a lot of the players that they've drafted in the first round on offense recently it's created an interesting market for this game what i think is a potential buy point for the falcons now the interesting thing this morning is other people have viewed it as a potential buy point for the atlanta falcons also which raises an interesting question there are a lot of games uh, that take place this week that are sitting on or around the key number of three. Uh, three, the margin of victory that lands the most often in an NFL game. This was very much Atlanta one, one and a half, two for basically the entire week. Kyler's playing, so you know the Cardinals are going to get a bump to their rating with their quarterback back. And we're all kind of down on Atlanta. I feel like their rating will suffer as a result of the last couple weeks. So the Falcons were just like one, one and a half, two the entire week. This morning, they are now two and a half on the road. And the possibility, I really think, of maybe becoming a three-point favorite when the game starts. I like Atlanta a lot in the game as sort of a, a chance to buy them at a very low price against a team that Kyler's back, one of the worst teams in the league still, a team that's probably going to end up picking number one in the NFL draft. So we're out to two and a half in the game. We'll be interesting to see if we go to three by the time the game starts. Total got bet up when Kyler got announced back. That's been sitting about 43. And I, I mentioned this earlier this week on the show and on my Sunday morning show on WFAN. I'm not reporting this. Like, I don't know for a fact that this happened, but I was told by, by pretty, like, reliable sources uh, that Arthur Smith got, like, a stern talking to from, like, the powers that be in Atlanta and, like, the way he deals with the media and maybe some of the player usage as well. My senses, and, like, I don't, I don't have to be right about this. This is, like, my opinion on, like, like some of the news that I've, that I've heard. Uh, I think that we'll see some difference in player usage today, which I think would probably benefit the Atlanta Falcons. We'll obviously see what happens when the uh, when the game starts. That's the Cardinals and the Falcons coming up this Sunday in the in the desert. Uh, in the time remaining in this segment, Ken, we can at least start a conversation on the Bengals and the Texans in Cincinnati, where we know T. Higgins is out for Cincy. That was uh, 
that was reported on Thursday with his hamstring injury. Maybe a little bit of an extended absence coming for T. Higgins. Nico Collins and Damian Pierce are going to be out for the Houston Texans, which means the uh, the remaining huge piece of news is Jabbar Chase. Questionable with the back injury. Um, Ian Rappaport tweeting about a half an hour ago, Chase doing what's necessary in warm-ups, and he will play today. Time will tell how effective Chase is, but expected to be active. Uh, Kimberly Martin, who covers the NFL for ESPN, wrote uh, basically like kind of like piled on what Ian Rappaport said with like the same stuff added something at the end and like I got, I'll talk to the end here and look at Ken's take on the other side wrote there's nothing structurally wrong with Jamar Chase's back it's a pain issue mostly uh which means that they're gonna give him a pain killing injection which is like what happens like standard practice he's gonna play in the game today something else to consider the Bengals have a massive division game coming up in a couple days against the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday Night Football. Like, if he was compromised or, like, this were something serious, like, there's no way they would play him in this game. So this is a pain thing. They're going to give him a pain-killing injection today. They'll give him one on Thursday if it's still a pain issue on Thursday, and I think he's going to play, and I think he will get you'll get, like, regular Jamar Chase in the game today. My opinion. Ken Barkley is going to tell you about the betting market on the other side and how it's moved with this news with Jamar Chase. And then we'll talk about some of the other games coming up today. We'll do the Ravens and the Browns in Baltimore, the Niners and the Jacks in Jacksonville, and a bunch of other line movement. Week 10 NFL Sunday here on You Better You Bets. Countdown to kick off.